Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, we're in our own self-absorbed little. Yeah, we didn't hear any of that. World. I just assumed if she was going to be gone for 20 minutes, that's what she was doing. So. All right. Well, should we get the show on the road? Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. This is probably like one of the latest recordings we've done starting at 9 p.m. maybe. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We've we've ended some later than this, but we were not. We were only barely conscious. Of finish, so. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could scrub those yeah, from the catalog. I know. I know. All right, thanks for tuning into the American Hauntings podcast, the show where we discuss history, hauntings, legends, lore, and the dark side of American history. I'm your host Cody Beck, and with me, as always, is my co-host, author, historian, crime buff, and the founder of American Hauntings, Troy Taylor. I'm glad you wrote something down for this because I remembered to type out this list this morning. Oh, okay. I'd send it to you, but, and I think I maybe added a couple of things to it, but I literally forgot. I had to, last night I was at home and sent myself an email that said, type out the movie list. Yeah. So <laughs> wow, yeah. I knew what I wanted on it. I just, you know, I uh, painstakingly so. went over this for days at a time, <laughs> but no, uh, Troy, it's, um, it's a dark and stormy night. It is. It really is. We just went through a tornado warning in December, Yes, which you don't normally get, even you in don't. Alton. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a, we're in Alton at the Best Western Hotel. It's it's like I said, tornado. Best Western uh, Premier. Best Western Premier. Yes. Sorry, yes. I forget. How only I'm, the best at the Best Western. Only the Premier. best. Um, it's kind of it's kind of nice though. It's like warm outside a little bit. Yeah, it's like sixty five when we get yeah, here, which for, is yeah. not a good sign. It's so, not. It's perfect no. for a tornado. Yeah. Um, we mentioned all the stuff that we normally talk about, but today we're going to talk about our favorite horror movies. Yes. From, and we do this every year. Yeah. We end the season with this. I think that we are. Well, you are for sure. I think this is the most sober we've ever done this. Yes. So we usually this not is, when we is. do this episode. But I know it's uh, it's weird. I have to remember how to like talk to people and uh, enjoy <laughs> things. No, um, but yeah, I'm excited to dive into this. You know, we had the last two years basically have just been mm. kind of a blur and a weird time for everybody, especially yeah. movies and things getting canceled. And yeah. I was really worried that this year was going to be terrible for horror movies and it was better than I expected. I know me too. Although I am, I do have some concerns for the first half of next year. Okay. Because right. some of this stuff I've been seeing lately is all the stuff that was filmed like right after the pandemic or during the pandemic with someone's home video camera. Uh, and I've watched a lot of trailers. I think I ended up with like 110 or so films geez. that I re- reviewed this uh-huh. year. Um, yeah, obviously there are not that many on the list, um, but 
that doesn't even remotely count all the ones I did not review. Uh-huh. Like I got through 15 minutes of it and turned it off. Ugh. Or I only watched the trailer and went, okay, well, I cannot watch this. These people can't. I mean, these are the people can't even act at all. Yeah. And they made this at home, you know, and I get it. I know we're all just throwing anything up against the wall that sticks because, you know, pandemic movie making, but seriously there's some real crap coming out yeah. right now so i'm hoping that it gets better so, i know i know there's i mean a, there's some really great stuff too don't get me wrong there is yeah so we're gonna talk about that i know 824 has a few movies coming out uh the first half of the year that i'm excited about and uh yeah I, I watched one of 824's movies which recently, one lamb oh yeah oh, yeah, oh. did not make the list it did not yeah um, i uh, skipped yeah, my screening you, for did that you, oh you didn't watch it uh, it uh, okay. seemed too weird and i was like yeah I don't the think first I line of my review is what the hell did i just watch um and you know i like iceland i like nomi rapace mm-hmm. i do not understand i i mean i understood the movie but why i just couldn't i just couldn't wrap my head around it yeah i, I just couldn't i tried i tried to have an open mind but i did not so i'm not going to give away any spoilers in case anybody wants to watch it but if you'd like to discuss it sometime you can talk to me at an event or something and Watch I'd be happy trailer. to discuss it with you, but I yeah. do not understand that movie. Watch the trailer and you'll get enough. Of, yeah, that's well, enough. What? That's just plenty. So. Well, you want to kick us off with a movie you do want to talk about? Sure. Yeah. I, I kind of, what I did was I started and went in reverse order mm-hmm. um, from the earliest in the year that were my favorites. And what I did, I know a lot of you guys know that I have a letterboxed account and that's where I put up all the reviews. And like I said, I've got a hundred and some reviews on there from this year. And I haven't figured out yet how I'm going to do this from now on because I can't like start over. I don't think I oh, can't like erase mean? everything and do a new year. I don't. Oh, think it works that can't you, way. you can make a list. I mean, I guess I can just start or? up. But yeah, I can start a new diary. I guess that just goes on from here. Yeah. I guess I guess that's what I I'll do. I think so. Yeah. I I don't know. That's I'll figure something out. But so what I did was I went back to January mm-hmm. and I chose all the films that I gave four or four and a half stars to. And I didn't have a lot of four and a halves, but I did have some. Um, as we've already discussed in past years, I don't do five. I mean, there are no perfect films. I can't, I'd love to say there are, but there are not. But four and a half is pretty fucking That's good. basically, yeah, so, so that's your five. Yeah, essentially. that's essentially my five. But, um, you know, and, I, and I'll talk about a few like three and a halfs that mm-hmm. I had that were almost as good as some of these, you know, when we get toward the end, if anybody wants just a few more things to watch. But so what I started with was, and this is still, this might be in my top one or two of the year, at least top five for sure. And that was The Empty Man. Mm-hmm. I love The Empty Man when I saw it originally and I've watched it, I don't know, three or four times since mm-hmm. then. Um, it was all filmed here in this area, actually. Most of it filmed in Granite City. Oh, yeah, the bridge yeah. there. Yeah, the bridge and everything. Yeah. Uh, and so it's... Um, but the movie is really interesting, and it delves into some things that... And I can't even say what it delves into, because if I do, I'm going to give away the ending. All I can tell you is this is a really good movie, and it um, is worth watching. It starts out... Um, with like a, on a hiking trip in the Himalayas. Uh-huh. And you know, what's cool about it is that it's, it it's, there's like a good 20, 25 minutes of the cold open yes. of the movie before you even get to the credits. Yes. And then the next thing you know, you're back in the St. Louis area. It's 20 minutes into the films yeah. where the title yeah. card appears. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that in itself was pretty interesting, but 
I just, this was just one of those movies that really stuck with me. Um, and like I said, I've gone back and watched it several times mm-hmm. um, this year, and I I still have yet to get tired of it. And I gave it four and a half stars. Um, this was, the, apparently though, this one was filmed a couple of years ago. It was. And Fox didn't know what to do with it. So in fact, it was, the, I remember watching it and thinking, that's the old Fox logo. I mean, it was like before they had it was, even it was one redone of the, last, the company. Last yeah. films from Fox that was made before they were acquired by Disney. Yeah, and they didn't know what to do with it. And so it just sort of sat on the shelf for a while. And and I understand the hesitation of a movie studio that just wants to put out, you know, franchise movies. Yeah. I want to put out another, you know, Michael Myers movie or whatever. Right. And, and so they don't know what to do with stuff like this because it was really unusual. Um, James Batchdale, um, who was in, uh, people might remember him from like, um, Oh, was he in the Pacific? I think that's, I think the first thing I saw. Him I in, didn't re- recognize the HBO him. series, the world war two series, but I've seen him in quite a bit. And he's, he's an ex cop who, you know, with the, the familiar, with the tragic past looking for a yeah. missing girl and that she seems to be part of some kind of death cult. At least that's the way it appears. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, don't try to figure it out as you go. Yeah. Just let it go. Just watch the movie and roll with it because once it all comes together, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's like nothing I've seen in a movie in years. Honestly, I, I just think this is a really great, really clever movie. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, Highly recommend it. So it's based on the Boom Studios graphic novel by Colin oh, Bunn, right, right, which, right. which I want to yes, check out. Yes, um, I first about that. I first watched this movie when I um, was laid up on the couch because I had knee surgery. Oh, that's right. And uh, yeah, so I was high yeah. on Vicodin, and I watched <laughs> this movie, and I was like, "What is going on?" So I had to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, but I did not see the ending coming. No, really loved no, it. Nobody does. Um, yeah, I was so. I was super stoked about about all of that. And yeah, you mentioned the chain of rocks bridge uh, is mm-hmm. featured in the film. So anybody right. that's from, you know, yeah, a lot of Metro area. East, um, the Island, the, uh, around Granite city and stuff. A lot of stuff. If you're from this area, you definitely recognize those things. Yeah. And you said, um, yeah, you mentioned your rating before, but I also pulled all the rotten tomato scores for oh, these yeah. things too. Okay, I was cool. curious. This has a 76% on rotten tomatoes. Yeah. Well, it, but yet most people never heard of it. Yeah. It's long. It is, I believe it's like two and a half hours. Yeah, it was a a pretty long... Uh, But it's worth it. I mean, I think it's worth it, so... It's also, um, it's not this that's mentioned, but there's a, a, like, audio drama that's like a dramedy, I guess, called uh, Wolf 359, Mm. and it's um, these people in space orbiting the star, and it's pretty much just, like, smart-ass guy who's a comms, like, telecoms kind of person on the, like, on the starship thing, and he just records all of his, like, daily diaries and Uh stuff, and they have a whole bit about the empty man. Oh, really? It's it's really funny and scary, and uh, I first heard about that years ago. I was wondering so, where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just the whole bit now. But yeah, Wolf 359, if you're looking for like a funny okay, audio drama gotcha. kind of thing. Okay. Um, all right. So you pretty much took all the trivia that I was going to talk about with this. Oh, sorry so, about that. No, no, no. Okay. It's all good. So that is The Empty Man. What do you got next? Uh, the next one I put on the list um, was The Unholy. And I'll be honest with you. I went to the theater to see this uh, when it came out. And I gave it three stars, mostly because... A, I like religious horror. Um, uh, it's a ghost house studio, but mostly it was because it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan, mm-hmm. who I really like. Yeah. And so I, I gave it three stars, but I wasn't sure if I l- loved the movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it, didn't know if I loved it. And then I rewatched this um, 
I'm trying to remember when it was. I think Renee, our friend Renee Cruz, was passing through, and um, she had stopped over uh, in central Illinois and stayed with us. And um, she uh, she said, oh, I'd like to see that. I really like him. And I said, that's eh, okay. We can watch it. But on the second watch, I really liked it a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, especially with a lot of the other things that I had to choose from this year, it moved up another notch. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I ended up giving it another star um, because I did like it. I did enjoy the movie. Um, this is... Um, it's an interesting movie. It's it's actually based on a uh, a book uh, by James Herbert, Damn a it. British author, and it's <laughs> taking my trivia. Sorry. Oh shit! <laughs> sorry, uh, but it's an older book, and I don't think I'd ever read it. But it is about um, basically it's about a what seems to be a Virgin Mary sighting that like heals this deaf girl, and then it becomes this attraction, this little church. And um, people are coming from all over because they, you know, want to see, you know, they want their own religious experience. They want to be healed, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And this girl seems to be healing people. But the tagline in the movie is be careful what you worship. Yes. And um, it turns out there's a lot more to this site uh, that has nothing to do with the Virgin Mary. It has to do with, I mean, the, and the girl never says it's the Virgin Mary. Everyone so just assumed this woman that she's seen is the Virgin Mary. But, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays like this burned out reporter, you know, who used to work for a couple of newspapers and you find out he made some stuff up. And so now he's working for essentially like weekly world news yeah. or post or something, you know. And so he's really on hard times and goes out to, get the story and it turns into this big sensation. Mm -hmm. And then he slowly discovers there's something insidious going on. But I like this movie. Uh, And like I said, on the second watch, I don't know what I was, I think sometimes I go into, well, as you know, I mean, look at uh, Midsommar. Mm -hmm. I had to go back and watch that again because the first time I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought it would be yet. And I thought Ariaster, Oh, it's going to be just like uh, hereditary. uh, hereditary. And instead it's like this, you know, Swedish folk horror movie. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? (laughs) And then when I went back and rewatched it though, I was blown away by it. So I'm not going to say I was blown away by this, but it's not going to make any lists like Midsommar, but I really did like it. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely worth the watch. It gave me a lot of like a Midnight Mass vibes. Yeah, if yeah, you feel yeah. like that yeah. on Netflix, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, Midnight Mass. I mean, since we don't do like, I mean, I'll do a Netflix movie, but I don't do. We don't put series on yeah. the list. If I'd had to put, if I had done series two, Midnight Mass would have definitely been on this list mm-hmm. as one of the best things I saw last year. Yep, that was I think even better than. I think Flanagan's, I think it was even better than um, Hill House. Definitely better than Bly Manor, but I think it was even better than Hill House. Really? So I, that, I don't I agree really, with that. I agree it's better than Bly Manor. Yeah, I, I really loved it. Um, I mean, it's no Dr. Sleep, sure. but it is. Um, it was great, I thought. The so. trivia I had for this, you mentioned it earlier, but I just wanted to read it because of how it's worded. And I, again, I take all the trivia from IMDb, so who knows? Um, but this <laughs> this one is true. But it says, it's, it says, based on the classic gothic horror novel by master of the genre, the late James Herbert. And I said, um, did he write this trivia? Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit much. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's, he has put out some cool books, but I mean, his books had names like The Rats. And I mean, he's not, he's a pulp. 
British pulp author. But, yeah, so good know. to know we can jump on our own IMDb pages. Yeah, right, and, and just say anything we want. Well, yeah. he's dead, so I don't think he probably did that. But, <laughs> yeah, that's you know. true. Say whatever we want. Uh, so again, that was The Unholy. What do you got next? Okay, um, the next one, and, and I think... I think I think you're oh. on board with this one. Wait, sorry, I, I, I was looking up on my phone. Okay. Uh, the unholy has a 26 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, really? which I thought was surprisingly low. I didn't have it in my yeah, notes. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a, a religious horror movie. I can see where for some people uh, it might be a turnoff. That's true. You know, I, I I could see that. I could see that happening. So um, anyway, one I'm on yes, board for you. Say. The next one, yes, I think um, you are. I think we talked about this, which was Army of the Dead. Oh yeah, okay. I love this movie, and I know it's it's a bit of a question: Is it really a horror movie? Because really, honestly, it's like a heist adventure with zombies. Yes, but. I think the zombies play a pretty important role in the movie, so I felt that we could call it uh, horror-ish. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff in it that's kind of scary. I mean, it's as scary as 28 Days Later, I, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. I would say um, it's I like this movie. movie. I liked it a lot. Um, I, in fact, I was surprised by how much I liked it. And I even liked Army of Thieves, but it's a completely different kind of movie. Yeah. But it was fun. Yes. Um, it ended too soon, but it was... I felt it. Needed, Army of the Dead. No, our, uh, oh, Army oh, of Thieves. Yes. I, yeah. What happened? There? Yeah. We'd, Are we'd they doing another bit. one? What's going on? I don't know. It doesn't mm. matter. It has nothing to do we'll with get this movie. Later, I mean, yeah. it has some of the same characters, but it's a prequel. But Army of the Dead, I, I, I really enjoyed. Um, it was exactly what I wanted. It is. It was. Expected. I just wanted for when I saw the trailers for it. I mean, it's essentially what what it is is that Las Vegas, Nevada, has been overrun by a zombie infestation. And there is this guy, this this billionaire who wants this team of mercenaries to go in. Who is a an odd lot of mercenaries, but wants yes. this this team of mercenaries to go in and break into a safe in one of the casinos because he wants something out of it, and all the money that they take, they can keep. Um, and so essentially, it's them getting into this zombie infested town, and the government is getting ready to nuke Las Vegas. And so the clock is ticking and they have to get in and out of there. And I thought they did some cool stuff with some of the, um, you know, with the way the zombies were, mm -hmm. you know, because they weren't just your, because I mean, at this point, have we We've not seen, seen enough fucking zombies? Yes. But this one was a little different because they had like the, um, like the power hierarchy mm -hmm. among the zombies and stuff. I, I thought this was a cool movie. It's, it's long. Isn't it like close to three hours or something? It's pretty long. Is it that long? I don't know. It's at least two and a half, but it's long. Um, but I liked it. I, 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 I thought it was fun. And um, it was just another one of those things that we, you know, we're, we're lucky to have, you know, in a year that we weren't sure what we were going to get. So that's kind of where I ended up with it. But. Yeah, I mean, Zack Snyder doing a zombie yeah. movie. Like, it, it Why not? seems to work so far. Um, every time, yeah, it was okay. It was two hours and 28 minutes. Um, yeah, I thought it was fairly long. Yeah, um, the creature designer for this one's name is Howard Swindle. Um, and I have a couple of these in here, too, because cause I like some of the monsters so uh -huh. much from different movies. Who did He did work on Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Maleficent, um, and some other some other really cool stuff. Um Let's see some trivia here. So Dave Bautista turned down an offer to appear in the Suicide Squad in order to work on this oh, okay. film, um, which I actually liked the Suicide Squad. We talked I, about I liked it. Yeah, yeah we talked about the that. second one. Or what is that? Was that a sequel? Was it a reboot? What is? What I don't was know it? what you technically. Call Any idea, it. Becky? We have friends here. Yeah. Was it a sequel reboot? No, it was redo. Just it was a redo. Reboot. It was do 
because the first one blew. Yeah, I didn't like the first one. Okay, yeah, it was. It was great. I love the. I love this. The new one. So. And then Dave Bautista never actually met Tig Notaro, even though they finished. Even though in the finished film they appear alongside each other. Well, because because of Cristalia. Yeah, they stuck her in. Yes, to take the place of. Crystalia, no. yeah, he he was the guy who got popped uh, or got accused. I'm sorry. Oh, of, um, I thought it was oh for some reason I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was the dude from um, Office Christmas Party. Not Russell Brand. No, no, the <laughs> guy that's the dorky, the boss's son. What the hell's that guy's name? Oh, and I I like Office Christmas Party. I think it's hilarious. Um, I think you're talking about. Yeah, and he's kind of goofy, curly hair. But didn't he get in trouble Seth for something Rogen? too? No, no, oh, but Jonah kinda, Hill. No, Damn but it. they all kind of reminded each other. No, no, I know. They're, they're all like the same person, but are they all are like play the same person over and over again. But mm. I, I don't know. Somebody will come up with it. If only we had a way to look it up. TJ Miller. Oh, yeah, yes. I thought that's who was in it. No? no, no, but he got in trouble for something else. Yeah, um, he got in trouble for something else that's along the same lines, right? Uh, Some kind of sex scandal. He thing. did a couple bad things. He also had a head injury, and there was blood dripping on his brain. It was a whole thing. Um, really, I can't get into that. Um, huh. But uh, we can talk about. He's it later. funny though. He's funny. Yeah. Okay, if, uh, well, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I still like Mel Gibson. What do I know? So, <laughs> so they had to digitally. Just don't like his, you know, politics. They had to digitally uh, put uh, Nataro into yeah, the, which in was, the movie, which which was millions oh, of. Dollars. But you only know. You only. But you can tell. Because you know. Yes. If you didn't know, we have no there'd idea. be no way to tell. No idea. Yeah. Uh, and this one, I Which thought... This has nothing to do with anything, but... Yeah, know. it's fun. I know. Um, I thought you'd like this one. The cast had to attend zombie boot camp, mainly to learn how to <laughs> handle weapons. Um, of them, Matthias uh, Schwarghofer, I don't know, the safe cracker. Was, oh, yeah, I was, love that guy. He was already fully... Hi, who is well, in Army of Thieves. I yeah. love him. So he so was fully funny. trained, so he had to learn how to look less skilled. And they make, oh, a, no they make a point of, like, in Army of Thieves about him not knowing how to use oh, weapons yeah, yeah, and anything. Yeah. And So I thought you'd get a kick yeah, out, out of yeah, that. Yeah, he's great. He's uh, really so great. that's uh, Army of the Dead. What do you All got? right. So the next one on the list is almost like a no brainer. I mean, there's a couple of these on here that you knew was going to be on the list. And there's no way to help it. But A Quiet Place Part Two. I mean, yes. obviously, it's going to be on this list um, because how do you really go wrong with a sequel to like a movie that was nearly perfect yeah. the first time? And this one is a different kind of movie. Well, first of all, it doesn't have Jim Halpert in it, uh -huh. um, which is a downer. But, you know, um, but it has everybody else. And I thought they did a really great job with this. I and love it. Cillian Murphy is in it uh, playing like a neighbor friend of theirs from before the apocalypse, alien invasion, whatever. Um, and he, I think, I, number one, I really like him anyway. He's a great actor. Mm -hmm. um, Peaky Blinders is going to always be one of my favorite crime series of all time. And he's fantastic in it. And well, it pretty much anything he's in. Well, 20, speaking of 28 yep. days later, but um, anyway, he plays, he is such a, I mean, his character is so messed up. You know, and yet he realizes that he can help them. And I don't know. I just loved it. I, I think this movie really works. And um, I mean, it, it's what we expected. Yeah. That's why I just essentially just said, well, of course, it's going to be on the list. Sure. You yeah. John I mean, when I reviewed it originally, I was like, of course, it's going to be on the list. John Krasinski didn't want to do the sequel initially um, and decided finally caved and decided to do it. Wrote it in three weeks. 
Um, and yeah, this is my, this was my first screener to get canceled due to COVID. Oh um, yeah, it was right, right that when, time, when everything it? yeah, yeah it sure went was. crazy. Um, I think that this was my favorite horror movie of the year. Really? Personally. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, and creature designer for this one's name is Daniel Carrasco. He did work on resident evil. Did Hellboy, he do the first ones too? Matrix and it. Um, I don't, don't know. know. I just wondered. Yeah, that, that's a good question. I, I, I should have I should have checked that, or maybe it probably said it right in front of me. But um, but yeah, I love the monsters, and mm-hmm. you oh, get yeah, to see yeah. them a lot right, more right. Um, than in the first one. Yeah, um, and yeah, so that is cool. a Quiet Place Part Two. Yeah, so I mean, I don't even know that needs a lot of discussion. Nah, I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's a no brainer. So the next one I put on here is actually three films mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to put each one individually because, in all honesty, the second one is a bit uneven. The that was second, my favorite one. Really? Yeah. I thought, I mean, I didn't dislike it. I just didn't think it was as good as the other two. Mm-hmm. And so it made it a little bumpy. But uh, Netflix, was it Netflix? Yeah. Yes. Had a yes. trilogy. And I didn't, uh, initially I was like, okay, I don't want to watch Fear Street. I know. I'm not a 14-year-old it's not girl. R. R. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Um, but I ended up giving it a try. And I really... I really dug these movies. Mm-hmm. They were so much fun. And but they were they were good and they're not for kids. I mean, they're not no, they're definitely they're not for violence. kids. Um, well, which was the one that was a summer camp? Was that the second one? That was one? the second one. Okay, well then which one's the one where it's like back in time? Is that the third one or half the third one? That's the part I didn't really care for. Yes. I so found that I had a hard time swallowing that part. I believe the That was the third one, I guess. I believe right? the back in time's the third one. But maybe now I have well, a mixed I don't up. Know. Summer Camp matter. was my favorite one. I did like the Summer Camp one. Then then it dawned on me, wait a minute, I think I'm wrong. Um so but what they did was the first one was in the nineties, the next one was in the eighties or seventies. I, I believe in and the And then 80s. they went back to like the sixteen hundreds to kind of set the stage for the curse, and then they flipped it back to nineteen ninety four again or in the nineties anyway. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, I had a lot of people that I talked to and they're like, you really like those? And I'm like, I really did. I really dug those because they, um, they were just fun. You know, they were fun and they were, you know, just scary enough to still be worth watching as an adult, you yep. know, and not have to worry about, you know, it being a, you know, a YA thing. It wasn't really like that. It was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't stranger things. I yep. mean, it was, it was more adult than that, I guess. And I think that's what I liked about it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. dug them. And they, so. yeah, it went 94, uh, 70, 1978 and then 1666. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're, they're, those were good. Yeah. They were fun. They were, like yeah. I said, violent as hell. Um, okay. I have little bits of trivia for each of these real quick. So part one of uh, the Fear Street book, The Woman Buys at the Store from Heather is the Wrong Number. It was originally published on March 1st, 1990 by Simon <laughs> Pulse. It's the fifth book in the original Fear Street That's series. Funny. And the main character of the book's named Dina. So he's kind of got nods to, you know, different works there. Um, for part two, it says, although this is the second film in the Fear Street trilogy, it was actually filmed last after part one um, and part three. Hmm. Not exactly sure why, but who knows? Yeah. And then part Part for part three, it says every state in the nation has a code for someone who is considered mentally unstable. While the official code differs from state to state, California's uh, 5150 code is used right. slang in every state and uniformly understood, which I didn't know. Uh, okay, It's the, a Van Halen album. Is it? Yeah, Cody. 
Oh, Bef- before Becky my- and I are like, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you eight one two. I mean, have you not seen their titles? You know. Okay. Never mind. I know the guitar. Have you heard uh, of Van Halen? The guitar's white with red all yeah, over it. Yeah. Have you heard it. of Van Halen? Yeah. Okay. And then I know Just Sammy Hagar was in the mix at some point. Yes, Y'all got was. real mad about it. Um, I didn't. Anyway, that's the Fear it's the Street only part of Van Halen I like trilogy. Um, okay. What's yes, ne- Fear Street, next? all three films. Okay, so the next one, next one is a bit of a sleeper that is not going to be on a lot of people's list, and I still don't think a lot of people have seen it, and I wish they would. Um, and I tried to, um, I tried to get people on board with this, just like in a regular episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you've got to watch this movie. It's called The Old Ways, and it is essentially an exorcist movie. But it is nothing to do with Catholics, and it is like in Mexico, and it's this this girl. She's a uh, journalist, and she goes back to her like ancestral home to investigate uh, or do a story about local culture. But when she gets there, she's kidnapped by a group of locals who think that she's possessed by the devil. And then it's sort of a it's sort of a Santeria kind of exorcism movie. But I really like it, man. It's um. Mexican folk horror and magic symbols and rituals and ceremonies. And there's a scene where somebody does a psychic surgery on someone and Mm -hmm. it's really well done. It's really scary (laughs) Um, because I mean, if you've ever seen that faked or at least have seen something about a psychic surgery, um, somebody does one for real in this movie and it is like, Okay, I can't believe what I just watched. <laughs> but I really like this movie. Um, it just be, it was I think it was on Netflix only for a short amount of time because it got kind of stuck because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then, but I believe now I just I just bought it the other day on Amazon, so I believe it is available for rental and stuff now. So it's still so. on. It's still on Netflix. Oh, is it um, still on Netflix too? I, wa- I watched okay. this one yesterday. Was, oh, okay. This is the last okay. one I had to knock out. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's just the... really different. Yeah, you know, it was just. It's really different. It's not your standard thing, but it really impressed me. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I like the creature yeah. work. Um, yeah, it was very different. I like when they're they're. It's not giving away any spoilers, but they're like, okay, you're gonna see, you know, this demon, and, she, and it's like, you know, how am I gonna know when I see it? And she's <laughs> like, don't worry, you will. But I was, like, she'll she's, know. She's, I was like, she's also. This woman has other things going on. I'm like, yeah. of course you're gonna see some, uh-huh. some demons, right? right. Um, but yeah, that this one I've been slacking on this, but 95 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which Funk might be might That's crazy. It's gonna be probably Good. the second highest one. Well, I hope that we're talking I about. hope people more people will find it because it's worth watching. Yeah. I'd like to see more stuff done by by this uh, director and yeah, stuff. Was, uh, I really Christopher Allender, Allender, something mm. like that. Uh, cool. So that's the old ways. Yes. So the next one on the list, and again, this was like Quiet Place 2, no brainer. It's obviously going to be on our list. Although we could have just been, it could have been terrible. It could have. It could have But been. it was not. I had faith it would Yes, be. I did too. And that was Candyman. The, you know, and it's not a remake. It's not a reboot. It really is a sequel. It is. Um, they described it as a spiritual sequel. And I suppose you could say that, but to me, just, just this a was sequel. a sequel. Yeah. I mean, I and I don't think I'd give it anything away by saying who the main guy is, right? No. I mean, I think, I thought that was obvious from the beginning. Yeah. But the, the lead character in this is, if you've seen the original Candyman, and you'll remember that 
um, the baby that's taken from the uh, housing project and is in the bonfire, and then Virginia Madsen's character mm-hmm. gets in there and saves the baby. This is the baby. And how can now, it be he doesn't? Else? I know he doesn't know that until later because his mother, who was the nurse who lived in the in Cabrini Green, is the same actress is mm-hmm. playing her in, in this. I mean, obviously, you know, however many, what is this 30 years later? Yeah. Um, I think it was 92, 92. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this was a great movie. I thought it was phenomenal and it really, it really gave the whole, you got the origin story, not only the origin story of Candyman, but how it had, changed and metamorphs over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different things to different people, but still it was this same character. Um, and it took on from Tony Todd's character and in the original Candyman to other things. And I just thought this was, I thought this movie was fantastic. I was blown away by it when I saw it in the theater and I just left going, okay, this is fantastic. This is one of the best movies I've seen this year. Yep, absolutely. So it's definitely my top five. The ending, I think, is what pushed me over Oh, yeah, the yeah, edge. absolutely. Um, so I love that. So production was brought back to Cabrini Green neighborhood where yeah, King Man was filmed. Yeah. Though the high-rise buildings along long been demolished, the row houses still existed. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so according to the director, says the crew actually encountered a bee infestation during filming. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Um, so take that, you know, with a grain of salt, <laughs> but that's, that's pretty funny. And then, uh, side note, Lakeith Stanfield was considered for the role of Anthony McCoy, but he turned it down for Judas and the Black Messiah, which is probably good for him because he got his first Academy Award. Well, that's true. That. Yeah, good point. But good he would have been great. But I, but, but I thought this guy was fantastic. It's, it's uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who plays, um, he's Mantis and Aquaman. And he's oh, been, yeah, He's yeah, been yeah. in a lot of... A lot of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. he's great. He was really great. I, I, yep. In fact, there isn't anybody in it that I thought wasn't yeah. phenomenal. Everybody was great. So, yeah, it was great. Great so, movie. Candyman, I'm not going to say it again. So. Yeah, yeah. don't say it again. We don't want to have anything bad happen. So, all right. The next one that I had on the list, which I believe, ooh, sorry. Let's go. That I believe that you are questioning. So after you questioned me about it, uh-huh. I went back and watched it again. Oh my god! And I still love this movie. Okay. Um, and this movie was called Martyrs Lane, and I believe it was on Shutter originally. Yeah, um, that, that's where I watched. Yeah, I believe it, I it was on Shutter, and it is uh, about this little girl who lives in this uh, vicarage, this church vicarage. It's a British film, and it's there's people around all the time, and she's got. Well, she has asthma, but her sister claims that it's all in her head and, you know, all kinds of things. Um, But anyway, she soon begins to be visited by this ghost who starts appearing in her room every night. And um, she is leading Leah, who is the main girl. She's revealing more and more and more. And Leah has no idea who this little girl is. Mm -hmm. But when she says things that this little girl tells her, or says to her, it's often very shocking to other people. So I, this is just a, I thought, I don't know what you didn't get from this because to me, this was just a good old fashioned ghost story. I and was it very had a, confused. I a good twist ending. It did. I think it was, I was very, very confused by it and I can't get into spoilers, so I won't, but, right, but yeah, there were, the there thing. were just a lot of things that I was confused about the story and I thought it was going one way and it didn't. And I think at the end, I had so many questions, not just like, oh, this movie's making me think, but I was like, 
wait, hold on. So I thought, and I was just, I was lost. Okay. Maybe on a second watch, I would like it because yeah, this, maybe this, so. This has that, a ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so yeah, it's a great people, movie. People really I, yeah, liked it. I really dug it. I thought it was really good, and I thought, I mean, I found that it was a just a real like. I mean, a really good ghost story mm-hmm. that was just no no bullshit, just a good ghost story, and it was telling a story. And I just thought, I just I was I just loved it. <laughs> I loved it from the first time I saw it. And I you know I watched it and then turned right around and bought it. And then the other day I watched it again. Well, damn, I might yeah. have to give it a second. Give it another se- try. Give it a second go. I, I really like this movie. So and if you sign up for Shutter, use promo code right. AHP yeah. Yeah. for yeah. thirty so days get free. Thirty days for free. So to check out Martyrs Lane. Martyrs Lane. In fact, I even included that in our ad. You did. I did because That's, I liked it that I much. I know you did. And that was before we even talked about doing this episode. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. The we list hadn't or gotten here yet. So. All right, so the next one is another one that I would put on my top five of the year. Okay. Um, I thought this movie, I, I, I went into this movie thinking I can't go wrong with this because it's got Rebecca Hall, who did The Awakening, who is one of my favorite ghost, British ghost story movies. And the director was a guy who did The Ritual, which I really liked. And um, she plays, Rebecca Hall plays a widow. Um, her husband... Um, had design was an architect and committed suicide. And after he died, she starts to uncover all of these secrets that he had. And they're nothing like what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. And I really can't say a whole much more about the plot because I mean, if I do, I mean, you have to watch it. Once you yeah. watch it, you'll understand why I won't say anything else. But um, I just thought with all of the atmosphere and everything that this had going for it and and the ending, the mm-hmm. twist to this whole thing and why why the nighthouse existed and what he was doing. I can say I think one thing I can say is that she discovers that he was building a house on the opposite side of the lake where they lived which was an exact duplicate of their house except backward. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can say. I cannot say anything else. But when you find out the reason why, and you you think that this guy was a real, had to be like this real dirty, devious yeah, guy because creep. he's kept all these secrets. But once you find out what was going on, changes everything. Yes. yes. That director is David Bruckner, who's doing the new Hellraiser yes. movie. Yeah, that's right. He is. I forgot about and that. And then let's not forget Rebecca Hall's famous performance in Iron Man 3. What? Uh, she was in Iron Man I 3. Hate Iron Man 3. <laughs> it's a Christmas She movie. is? Who's she playing there? She was Tony Stark's like old girlfriend. Really? And so oh. you see her in like. She's been on quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, she's I in like the town it. and Godzilla vs. Oh. Kong and things like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then uh, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, oh. I really like this concept. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Is this one that I liked more? The more I like sat with it and thought about it, the more I ended up liking it. Um, little random trivia. It says, when Beth flips through photos on Owen's phone, one of the first photos shown is two men laughing. The photo is of the film screenwriters. Um, oh, really? They, they That's put, funny. Put that in there for them. <laughs> so that is The Night House. Yeah. And it's a good one. So... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., all right, well, the next one on the list is one that you and I both had been waiting to, for it to come out. Yes. And it got delayed for a year because of the pandemic. And I had been waiting for Antlers, both of us had, mm-hmm. um, because it was produced by Guillermo del Toro, uh, who we both like. And we knew that he had this coming out. And it's Carrie Russell, who I like. Jesse Plemons plays her brother, who's a sheriff. And she has a middle school teacher who has come home to this isolated town like in Oregon where they grew up and we know that something bad has happened but we don't really know what at the beginning and she gets mixed up with this student in her class who has all kinds of secrets and there is um I don't how do I not give away too much um there's a creature yeah. it's it's a legend that's sort of linked to um the indigenous peoples mm-hmm. let's say that yeah um, and I, I really thought it was worth the wait. It was, I think this movie had such a feeling of dread yes. to it that, I mean, it, it's just dark and gloomy and gray and wet mm-hmm. the whole movie. And it really just kind of gives off such an atmosphere that, you know, we, almost anything they could do with it works. But I thought this was genuinely frightening. Yeah, um, I really did. I I, I like this one a lot. Yeah, so. the c- cinematography was great in the way they shot it, and they talked about how even in even though it's in like the backdrop of Oregon, how they still made it seem like claustrophobic a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even though it was really wide open, and yeah, you you mentioned we waited. F- for this forever. It was finished on the 30th, November, 2018. No shit. Yeah. I didn't and, know it was that long. And so, yeah, so they finished it, sat on it, then it got delayed, then it yeah. got delayed. And, and every time you and I would like see an article pop up uh-huh. and send it to each other yeah. about, and it would say something else about, Oh, it's coming soon. Yeah. It never came out. Um, I didn't love it as much as you did, but I, I did really like it yeah. still. Um, the creature concept designer in this one, his name's Guy Davis. He worked on the shape of water, the strain oh, okay. Pacific rim monster oh. hunter. He's wow. done some cool stuff. And this, a lot of stuff. This well, monster's... Guillermo del Toro stuff. Right, exactly. Right. And this monster's awesome, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it works. It works. I um, I don't know. I liked it. I, I really did. Yeah. So I, it made, definitely made my list uh, uh, for the year. Rotten Tomatoes, only 59%. Um, whatever, but... I think that sometimes some of that stuff is... Um, well, for one thing, it hasn't been out that long. And some of this stuff... That's true. I find that the longer it's out, the higher the ratings get. But it also is... You know, it's one of those movies that I would have to say, um, kind of like a lot of the stuff I've got in my almost made it, mm-hmm. um, are not for everybody. Sure. You know, and this one I think would fit into that category. I just really loved it. 
You know, and I, I mean, the, I think you could put The Empty Man in that category, even though I had high Rotten Tomato ratings. I still think it's not, it's not a movie for everybody. Yeah. You know, it was like The Dark and the Wicked when it came out. It wasn't for everybody, but that's one of the scariest goddamn movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and I still put that on my list. As People ask me for something really scary, and I'll go, just watch The Dark and the Wicked. That's all you need. You know, that's all you need to watch. That'll take care of it. The next one on the list, and I don't think I ever would have dreamed I would put a movie with this title mm -hmm. on any best of list. I can already guess. I know, because it's um, Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Next of Ken. It's now, this is nothing to do with any of the other Paranormal Activity movies. I don't even know why it's called this. I didn't. This is the only I one I didn't see because I yeah, feel like I you think, added it late. Well, no, no, I know, but I think that it just was because it was by the same people. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you could have called this anything. Really? So I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with it other than it's done. There's a documentary being made about this girl who is, like, on, like, she gets contacted by somebody from like Ancestry.com or something to tell her that they found out that they're cousins and that this dude has um, contacted her because he's Amish and he's on like, you know, Rummaspringa and, you know, is and finds this relative and wants her to come and visit the family and meet her Amish family. So she decides to make a documentary about it, which is how we end up with the I wouldn't even call it found footage, but it's how we end up with like a documentary style movie. Mm. And so her boyfriend is filming it and they hire this guy uh, to be their sound guy and he meets him at the airport. And, you know, normally this kind of movie, especially you get like the like, um, you know, uh, as above, so below. There's mm -hmm. always like some stupid character that says dumb things. Yes. Well, this guy like makes the movie. OK. Everything he's I think he's like a comedian or something from what I understand. But he. um He's hilarious. Everything he says is hilarious. But anyway, so they go and stay with this family and, you know, and she's got all kinds of questions about her mother and why her mother dropped her off, you know, at like outside a firehouse or some shit. And so she ended up being adopted. So she's been looking for a family all this time. And then you start to find out that there's um, some really weird stuff going on on this farm. And, you know, and to do with her mother and a, I don't want to go any further, but all I'm saying is this movie is definitely worth watching. Hmm. Um, I think it was on like um, Peacock or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was on. I mean, I, it might be available now on Amazon, but I think I saw it on Peacock and I've watched it twice. Damn. I went back and watched it again because I kept thinking, I like this part. I want to see this part again. So I ended up watching the whole movie. And I'm telling you, this the sound guy is hilarious, man. Well, um, I just pulled up that the cast, in itself but I'm not is sure. worth it. Yeah, I don't know who any of these people are. I recognize. No, you know what? Um, I don't. I don't know who any of the people are. But the guy, uh, Dan Lippert, is the one who plays the. Um, he's the uh, the sound guy, the funny guy, and he's he's really funny. Okay. Yeah, it's it's but it's worth watching. It really is. I um like I said, I never would have imagined I'd put it on a list of yeah. like my top movies of the year but it's really good i mean it's got a real dark like folk horror kind of th i i don't want to i don't want to give anything away okay uh but it's definitely worth watching so you think they're just using the like popularity of that universe i guess uh, title, i know or? that it's i mean i saw like the names on it orrin pelly and jason blum and stuff so i don't think they just produced it or what hmm. but it has nothing to do with any of the other stuff although i take that back 
um, there is a demon that's named in it, uh, and that name of the demon comes up in Paranormal Activity. Oh, uh, okay. So there is, I guess there's that, but, I mean, there's nothing else that connects these movies. Uh-huh. It's not like the, um, you know, when they redid The Blair Witch. Well, it's not they didn't redo it, but that sequel to The Blair Witch they did oh, a few Book years of Sh- ago. Oh, oh, no, oh. No, not Book of Shadows. Oh, oh, just, I think it's just, this one's just, it's just Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. Right, and right. Um, I really like that movie. Yeah, in me fact, too. I just watched it again not that long ago. Uh, well, I was getting to the, the well because I was getting to the point where there was nothing new to watch. Okay, and so I was. I thought, well, you know, I haven't seen that in a while. I think I watched this Paranormal Activity movie again, and I thought, you know what, I I, I do like a few movies like this. I'm going to rewatch that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one was, you know, like what was it, 25 years or something after the original something, Blair Witch, yeah. and he thinks his sister's alive out in the woods. And I like that movie. Um, that's and they don't. What I liked about it is they don't slam the twist in your face mm-hmm. you've got to find it yourself yeah it's there but you got to find it um so yeah but and this isn't this is not a there's no twist ending here but it's um it's definitely i it's definitely worth watching mm. I, I really liked it all right i'm so, gonna have to check that out because yeah. I, I saw yeah. your list earlier and i was like damn it that's the only one and i, was, yeah. I never would have yeah figured but get it if it, you get a chance watch it because i think you'll like it so awesome so that's paranormal activity next of kin what do you got? All right. Well, my last one on my list is the most is the most newest. Oh, great! Huh? I, did you know I write books? Oh um, boy! Author this is the Troy most Taylor. recent a movie that was released, and um, I, I think I'd probably have to put this somewhat. I don't know. I, I I'd call it horror adjacent, mm-hmm. even though it does have some horrific elements to it, and it does have a supernatural twist to the movie. But that's last night in Soho. Yes, I that movie. It's that great. is the closest movie to a five stars it's on great. my list. Yeah. It is just nothing short of fantastic. It's just, I mean, I like Edgar Wright anyway, but mm-hmm. man, I'm telling you, he just knocked it out of the park with this movie. I love I agree. It. I love this movie. I agree. It's so good. It's I'm, just so I'm, good. I missed my screening for this and I was like, okay, that kind of sucks, but everybody was raving about oh, it. I was man. like, now I have to see it. And then yeah. you said you saw it. Oh, and God, so, it's so good the, too. The camera work in this is so oh, I know. cool. I know. And, you know, and I like everybody that's in it. Um, I, Anya Taylor-Joy, I'm always going to like her, no matter what she's in. Yep. And that Thomas and McKenzie is doing more stuff now, too. She's in something else that's coming up soon. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But I do like her. Um, and Diana Rigg, it's Diana Rigg's last role. Right. Um, and she's she's really great in it, especially, well, once you find out the whole story. But basically, it's not... They they kind of made it. They kind of made it look like it was a time travel movie. That's what I it's thought. Not exactly going into a time it. travel movie. It is this girl who is um, in the modern day, who is or semi modern day, who is obsessed with the the swing in sixties in England and Britain and London at the time. And you know she moves into this, and that's the key. She moves into this. She goes to art school, design school. And she can't stand her roommates, can't stand anybody at the school, so she gets a flat. That she rents a room in a in a in a house. And moves in and starts having these, I mean, I wouldn't even call them dreams or more like visions. Mm-hmm. She starts having these visions of being almost in the body of this girl who was, who you think from the trailer, she's some kind of famous singer played by Anya Taylor-Joy, but she's not. She's like this up and coming singer, aspiring singer, working in like little clubs, but there turns out to be a really seedy side to all this that she gets swept up in. And um, I don't, I, that's as far as I'm going to go. That's fair. Other than to say that it's, 
it's a I think it's a must see. I thought I just love this movie. Yep. I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah, this so one would good. be my second favorite if it's not my if if not my first yeah. like that in a quiet place too. But um, a couple of fun things I think you'll like the during the dance sequence between Sandy, Ellie, and Jack. There are only two moments that were not practical. The rest of those transitions were entirely choreographed and done in camera. Oh and yeah, they're swinging and it keeps changing from oh, one to the that's other. That's cool. Um, the scene where Eloise first sees Sandy through the mirror is done practically to achieve the mirror effect. Uh, the cloakroom attendant is played by twin. James Phelps and Oliver Phelps. No kidding. Fred and George Weasley. That's funny. <laughs> and um, the Weasleys. Yeah, yeah, the Weasley yeah. brothers. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like you mentioned, uh, final pre- performance of Diana Rigg. Yeah. Uh, so that's last night in Soho. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, you're not going to look at it and go, oh, "Look, a horror film." But it is a it, it, is, it is a yeah, horror film. Yeah. yeah, it's just not what you might expect. It's like it's horror. You know, there's so another fun. movie that I thought that I would give almost five stars to that was one of my favorite of the year. And you again, you can't, you definitely can't call this a horror movie, even though it has supernatural elements. And that was Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh yeah, I, I had to the- put it. I put it on my list and said, I know it's not a horror movie, but go watch this. Yeah, that was, movie is so good. It's cute and it fun is and, so much yeah. fun. And it was just, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. You know, I think everybody in it was great. You know, the kids were great. You know, it was just, it's really good. I I, I would watch more of these. Yeah. I mean, how do you not like Paul Rudd? Anyway? I know. I mean, He's so Paul it's Rudd It's impossible it to too. not like Paul Rudd. But, um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's just so well done. It's yes. such a great movie. It really is. So, all right. Well, I had a few things I want to suggest to people if they didn't see them. Uh, I think you've seen some of these mm-hmm. and I didn't, I don't think I, I gave you this list. I'm just kind of springing it on you, but, and I just wanted to run through them real quick. So um, there are a few things that I really liked that were a couple of them are, are pretty mainstream. Most of them aren't. Um, the Forever Purge. I like the Purge movies, and I like this one. It was entertaining. I didn't um, get they to always see this have one. a they always have a social, um, you know, something behind them. Social speaking, and this one was the same way. Um, and you know, I I enjoy those movies. I like the the satire of them, mm-hmm. of the ridiculousness of them, um, and I like this one. So I put it on the list and said, you know, if you get a chance to see it, it's worth watching. And that was the Forever Purge, Halloween Kills. I think we agreed on this one. Um, yeah, it was just okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's worth watching if you. It's worth watching as the middle part of a trilogy. Yes. But that's all. Yes. Um, because it doesn't have the backstory of the first one. No. It doesn't have the the ominous overtones of the first one. It's just sort of a, it's just a slasher movie. But Anthony Michael Hall's in it. He's awesome. So, yeah. and he plays Tommy from uh, the, the little kid who was, that Lori was babysitting in the first movie, which is kind of fun. And I, um, I believe they all have. All grown up. I believe this has the most kills too out of yeah, any Halloween I would say so. movie. Yeah. Uh, like so, if I don't remember like what that. the third one's going to be called. Halloween. It's okay. Halloween ends because I couldn't remember what it was called. But I mean, this was okay. But I think that it might be better if you, at some point in the future, ten years from now, sit down and watch all three. Yeah, you know, as a triple feature, I think that might be entertaining because I really I like the first one a lot. Yeah, I mean, well, not the first one, but you know, the right. the, the this, first meant to be true sequel from the original. Yes, um, I feel but, like for the second one too. Like, did they have Jamie Lee Curtis only for like a day or two? Yeah, of what the hell was that? Like, it was barely in it. Well, you know what it reminded me of Halloween two. Where she's just like drugged oh. through the whole movie, <laughs> right. you know, and it's like, 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what? You know, so I, I don't love it, but if you are a completist, watch it. Um, so, okay, now let me give you a few little oddball okay. movies okay. that are worth seeking out. Um, if you want, and you know how I love Christmas horror. Mm-hmm. For one thing, for one thing, the Blu-ray of Krampus, the naughty cut oh just came out. Okay. And it's the extended, it's the full, it's all the stuff they made uh, Michael Doherty cut out of the original because they <laughs> oh, wanted shit. to be PG-13. Uh-huh. So this is the R, the hard R version of Krampus. Okay. And it just came out on Blu-ray. I haven't even, it hasn't even just, arrived yet. I, I ordered it the day it came out because I love that movie so much. But that that isn't it. Um, the But for a holiday horror movie, there is one that just came out on Shudder. Um, called the Advent Calendar, oh, and it is a French film, so subtitles, but it's not. It's pretty easy to follow. Sure, there's a girl. This girl is in it, and she um, was a professional dancer, and she had an auto accident, and now she's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. And so she's, you know, she's getting by with her life, but she's unhappy. Blah blah blah, uh, dealing with a lot of stupid people and stuff, and her friend brings her this antique German advent calendar from Germany that she's brought on a trip. She travels for work and it's this big house and you open a door to each one and there's candy inside. And it came with these rules that if you, once you, once you, start once you eat one piece of candy you have to eat them all you cannot stop if you do you will die i mean she doesn't take this seriously obviously sure but opens it up and starts to eat the candy and all all i will say uh let me let me see what i because i don't didn't want to give anything away okay so let me see what i put in my review because i tried to be very careful about how i um phrase this but um Each window contains a surprise that triggers repercussions in real life. Starting with the brutal death of a man who assaults her after a night out, and then it's her horrible, and then I just said no spoilers. But all the surprises are bad, which is what keeps her opening, or not all bad, which is like she is able to walk again after opening a certain thing. Ah. But the advent calendar requires sacrifices uh-huh. and it's a it's a good movie okay. i really liked it um i know that some of our you know people don't really care for the subtitled stuff so i i don't try to lean on it too hard but it's worth watching yeah, if you get yeah. a chance watch it um another one i had on the list was called sun um it was about a woman who had fled this like death cult and uh, believes that they're after uh her and I can't, again, I can't, I don't want to give away too much because there's some good twists in this. Yeah, yeah. But I, if I had to compare it to something that I really love, uh, I would compare it to Frailty. Oh, okay. That Bill Paxton movie yeah, about yeah. the guy who believes that he can see demons. And I'll leave it at that. All um, right. But it's worth watching. I It was available. I think it was a Shutter or a Netflix thing. That's where I ran across it. But it was new and it was worth it. Um, another movie that I really liked... Um, for this past year was called The Power. I did see that. Okay, and it's set in the um, 60s, I believe. No, maybe older than that, 50s. 50 in a hospital in London, and there are rolling blackouts that are going on. I think it's and the 70s. 
Is it? I think I, it's 74. Oh, you know what it is? It was during all the labor strikes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was in the, yeah, it was in 70s. In 74 in England, and this young girl um, is a nurse in this hospital, and she just started there. And she her first is, day. Yeah, it's her first day, and they put her on the night shift, and they are rolling out these blackouts where the entire hospital is shut down. And not only is there something malevolent going on in the hospital, but it's triggering this past trauma of hers. And it's good. It was a good movie. I, I, like I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it's like I said, it's not a big release of any kind, but it is definitely worth watching. Um, I also ha- was a, I also put on the list one called In the Earth, uh, which is um, Ben Wheatley's movie that came out. Um, it is, um, he did, he's done a lot of folk horror stuff. He did the, we did the kill list. Remember oh, yeah. me telling you how much I love that movie. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you've seen the kill list and you liked it, this is nothing like the kill list, but it's still good. And it is, um, it is set sometime in the future. Um, and it, when there's been some sort of unknown and they filmed it during the pandemic, some sort of pandemic, um, and it is this woman is a ranger and has to go out into the woods to this recording station where they believe that somewhere out there in the forest, there is a cure for this pandemic. And um, it's a, it's fairly surreal, like some of his stuff is like a field in England and some of his other stuff. But it's uh, it's worth watching. I liked it. I liked it a lot, but I like his movies. So, um, you know, I also there were a couple of other things that. I had found, but just like Neil Marshall's film, I, I liked, but I don't know that I would recommend it to everybody because it's about like witch trials and mm. it's, even though it's good and I really like Neil Marshall, it was such familiar territory that I didn't really recommend it. But yeah. so I have one movie left. Um, this is it. And this is the last one. And I just saw it about a week ago and I would recommend it only because it is so messed up and so... I mean, this movie is twisted. Okay. okay. And it's called The Feast. The Feast. And it is about this um, this family. It's, oh, but let me start off by saying that it's set in Wales. And it is filmed in Welsh, which I have come to believe is some sort of nonsense language. I don't <laughs> think it's real. I'm pretty sure Welsh is a fake language that people have made up. It has no vowels in it. I just don't think it's real. Um, but anyway. Apologize to our listeners. I know. I just, I'm sorry. But anyway, it's in Welsh. And um, so it is subtitled. But it's about this family. And they're, they're this awful people who live in the like a rural area in Wales and they have mining companies that are like strip mining everything. And they're having this dinner party to try to woo this investor uh, to spend more money in the company. And they recently like scraped off this like ancient, um, you know, this, this kind of like a holy spot and, you know, people are angry. And so they're trying to justify what they're doing. And they do this because these people suck Mm -hmm. I mean, they're awful. They are awful people. And you get that from the very beginning. But so for this dinner party, they hire this young girl from the village to come out and uh, serve the food and help to prepare the food and to serve. And she is, well, for one thing, she's a knockout, but the second thing is she's odd but let's okay. just say odd. Okay. She barely talks. She really doesn't say much. Some of the things she says is really weird. And she keeps doing it's like very strange things. Like she just doesn't seem like she knows what planet she's on. And, but one by one, God, I'm giving too much this way. I'm going to stop. I, I am going to stop. One by one, 
no, I'm just gonna, that's going to give it away. Oh, You've wow. just got to watch it. Um, but I will tell you that even though it is a slow burn, it's not real long, mm-hmm. but it is. it does move slowly and you have no idea where it's going. None. When you, if you finally get to the twist at the end, you're like, holy crap. I mean, because you just don't know where it's going. But once it gets going, it is brutal. I mean, mm. it is bloody, savage. Na- I mean, just... It's where is this one? Where did you oh, watch it? God, where did I watch it? Um, I think it was just on Amazon. I had got seen a review of it, and I um, I think I rented it, and uh, it's worth the like five bucks or whatever it is to rent. IFC. Is it okay? So it must have been on. I don't know what it was on then. Mm-hmm. I think I just rented it. Honestly, I think yeah. I just rented it on Amazon. This is YouTube, Apple TV. Yeah, Google, I Amazon think Prime. I. Yeah, I think I just rented it on Amazon. And interesting. Um, it is really interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a movie that crawls at the speed this one does in like the top yeah, of yeah. the year because I don't think most people probably who listen to this list and, and watch this are gonna jump all over this movie. And but all I'm saying is that once it reveals what's going on, once you find out what's going on, it's um, it's brutally impressive. Okay. It was a good twist. It's a right. really good twist, but it is in Welsh, which is a nonsense language. So <laughs> oh, just so you know, just had to say it again. And that's where Engelbert Humperdinck is from. Just so you know, from <laughs> oh, Wales. God. Would you like to hear more about Engelbert Humperdinck? No. Oh, we've already done that. Never mind. <laughs> we we won't bring that back. My, Although I think he knew Orson Welles. I don't oh, know if he knew that or not. God, so. just right. Just you're really tripping. Just right at the finish line. I feel here. really oh, sorry God. for the people who are not on our Patreon who did not get to hear our Orson Welles episode. <laughs> I so, can I can tell I got lots it. and lots of feedback on that of how excited people were about the Orson Welles episode. Oh, I thought it was on just a lot Patreon. of canceled subscriptions. No, no, <laughs> none, none, and people were very happy with it, uh-huh. and they knew what, how painful it was for you to post it. I don't know any of so, these people that you're oh, speaking yeah. of. Yeah, you're lying. Oh, uh, so. anyway, no Orson Welles. I promised I would be done with Orson Welles. So you done. did, and I appreciate. I did. And I'm I, done. No more. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You saw, I'm just moving my phone. I'm not <laughs> picking it up to play a wine commercial or anything. So. <laughs> right. Well, there's no rules in this episode. Yeah, there, well, that is true. That is one. true. So. I don't even have the outro. So anyway, that was called The Feast. I don't think I reiterated that at the end, the but feast. it's called The Feast. And, um, and I do recommend it if you just want something really different and you don't mind a little blood. Yeah. There's blood. Oh, so. I, might, I might have to go check it out tonight, yeah. especially if the storm keeps going. I'm just yeah. going right? to grab my cat, jump in bed, and yeah. watch some scary movies. Yeah. Um, well, that's it, man. Do we, that's our do you, list. Do you want to tell people when we are coming back since there is a date? We do there? have a date, um, but I don't remember what it is. So why don't, you've got it in front of you there. Troy has January this handy-dandy little episode guide for season six that he made I me, do. which is awesome. And we're not telling anybody what it is, but I think I should get... Some sort of, you know, praise for telling you what yeah. we're doing. I mean, good since job. I've never done that. You're before. right. I'll get you a cookie. Um, <laughs> so it looks like our first episode comes out January 11th. Does that sound right? Sure. To you? That's the first date that I see. <laughs> Whatever here. you say. Um, yeah. I can't remember, but in- that sounds about right. Intro for the season, and I'll stop right there. January yeah. 11th. So we will be Which back. Which will be here before we know it. I know. It's I just know, a, it's a fast. month away, basically. It is. Oh, it is. No, it is actually a month away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, oh, no. Well, it's 10th. That's Okay, today is the 10th. I'm so couple sorry. couple hours jumping All right. the gun here. Oh, well, only two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. it's past my All bedtime. Right. I, got, I got carried away. 
Uh, so we will see you all again in a month. Anything yeah. you want to say to no? I hope take us I home? hope everybody enjoyed this. We always like doing these. I mean, I literally worked all year on this episode. <laughs> Just I did slaving. I did. Hey, I did. Rewatching. Man. Hey, I don't. I don't. Blair Witch. Uh, uh, Lydia told me how many movies I'd watched. I'd lost track. Somewhere she found it that said how many I had in here. Um, like on Letterboxd? Yeah, how many I had, but there were a lot. I just don't, I can't find what she uh, told me. Well, I appreciate you going through. It was fun. And finding the it choice nugs for the rest of us. Because, uh, hey, man, let me tell you, I watched some real crap. So did I. Yeah, I mean, God. really, I watched a lot of garbage this I, year. Well, oh, I, 106 films. Nice. That's how many, and I watched more than that, but I did 106 reviews. Yeah, well, I think so. I told you when I first started pulling my list together for this, I was like, I hope you have more because I have so many on my list that I was disappointed I by. Well, and I do, I have a lot of those too. And I mean, this, like I, I said earlier, this doesn't count the movies that I watched that just, or started, or just, yeah. I was too embarrassed to even say I watched it. <laughs> I didn't even put a review and it's like, well, I finished it, but I'm not reviewing this. Yeah. This is crap. Um, and I did have a couple of reviews that, that did end up going in because I hoped no one would watch them uh, because they were so bad. I and hope. I got like, like an angry posts on my thing about one film that was like the worst thing I think I've ever seen. I mean, it was filmed, it was like in somebody's house and it was supposed to be an inn and no one could act and it was really awful. It was just pretty much what I said. And I got like some kind of comments about like, well, you know, these people went out and did this movie and you shouldn't talk. And I thought, okay, I'm just trying to turn off the comments. <laughs> was it the so, director? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, right? I know. Makes you wonder, but I don't think so. But yeah, it was just... It was horrendous. I don't even know what it is, but it's on my list somewhere, and it's going to have a one or a two by it. So <laughs> I think I two was generous, you know. Damn. Yeah, they own their own cameras. I oh, will give them a star. So <laughs> yeah, it was really bad though. Great so job. but yeah, so there was plenty of that too, you know. And and I was telling somebody the other day that now we're getting just a dump of everything that just anything to fill up space. Yeah. I mean, course. I'm seeing things that are five years old popping up in the new releases. And I'm like, okay, who are you kidding yeah. with this? You know, but I, I'm seeing some real garbage coming out and some pretty good stuff too. I, I just put it in my watch list just today. Um, there's a new movie out from the producers of The Strangers and Dark and the Wicked called Hurt. And it Hurt. looks terrifying. Okay. I, I don't know if it is. I mm -hmm. haven't watched it yet. I hope to watch it very soon, but I did put it in my queue. So I will be watching it. And there's also one called Agnes. It's like a possessed nun movie, which really looks Sounds disturbing. Like Although I had read something about that it's almost like two different movies. Hmm. One's good, one's not so good. So I don't know. that I, I'm not going to vouch for that one. Interesting. Hurt looked better, um, only in a really disturbing way. Sure. So we'll see. So, so anyway, there's hope for, you know, hope for next year. Yeah. So... All right, cool. Well, All January right, 11th. Yep. We'll be back. Did you see the... Fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, just pop it again. Man, again, come on.
another for another oh, no, fifty wait, minutes. It's just Bree and Sam coming in. It's not <laughs> an actual tornado. The bad part is um, south of here. Oh. Yeah. Look Great. at the radar. We're just in the Great. county with it. Oh, is that me? I'm sorry. I'm going to do sarcasm. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's all of us. Oh, yeah, everybody's dead. So. We get it, Sam. You're here. Yeah. We all got alerted to that. Oh, good. Then I wasn't back on the other one. We good? Yeah. Anybody need to cough or anything? Okay. No, I think we're good. Okay, so that was antlers. <laughs> all right so yes it was yeah um yeah that didn't really land okay so fuck you guys so the next yeah okay